0: This podcast was produced by Morley Radio. Hello and welcome to Powered by You. My name is Zeno and I'm your host. And this is a community-based podcast that will be used as a platform to raise awareness and talk about social impacts and local trends that actually have an influence on our everyday lives. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Season 3 of Powered by You. My name is Zeno and I'm your host. Today we have a powerful episode in store for you. We'll be diving into a subject that's not only close to our hearts, but crucial for our communities. Recently, the multi-talented Idris Elba launched a compelling campaign titled Don't Stop Your Future, urging the government to take urgent action on serious youth violence. To coincide with this campaign, he released a single and music video called Knives Down. Today we're going to explore the depth of this project So join us as we analyze part of the Knives Down music video and delve into the Don't Stop Your Future campaign. We're gonna be sharing our thoughts, reactions, and discuss the significance of celebrities using their influence to address critical societal issues. So without further ado, let's jump in. We have our guest, Philip Lita. Thank
1: Thank you. Thank you for the invite, Zeno. It's good to be back. It's been a little over a year since we were last here. So uh, it's good to be back, good to be doing this um, uh, uh, video reaction to to Idris and uh, looking forward to it.
0: And Waleed, we have Waleed, thank you for joining today. Thank you for the invitation,
2: it's a pleasure. Um, I now work with RBKC as well and I'm a specialist in serious violence. So a lot has changed since the last time I was here, but a lot of positive changes and it's a pleasure to be here.
0: Yeah, it's been a while since we both had you on. It was, I think it was uh, last season and that video done really well. So yeah. couldn't, you know, just not do it again. And so. that was that
1: was my first ever kind of any experience around social media, around YouTube. It was fantastic seeing a lot, a lot of my friends and family saw it as well. And so, yeah, it was incredible. And um, obviously he mentions the change in... Uh, what he's been doing and working for the council our team since since the last time we were here has also changed. Um, it's grown, obviously, with Waleed as one of three or four different uh, additions that we've had into the team. The department, so for folks who might be interested, the community safety team is a massive department within the council and there are different teams within the uh, community safety itself <clears throat> And our team is one of them. That's the Youth Violence Reduction Service, so YVRS. Um, I'm the operations lead there. And as lead said, he's a specialist, one of the specialist violence workers that are there. We also have a community development coordinator as well who is proactively working in the community doing um, all kind of workshops and sessions um, around seriously violence, peer um, uh, uh, peer pressure and drugs and kind of educating uh, parents families and young people as well so we've got a lot going on and this is something new as well in terms of, of video reactions as well so really really looking forward to it
0: great so let's jump in mm-hmm. and we'll be reacting to part of the music video we'll be reacting to all of it and uh, let me just start it now
1: so is this the part where he's in the courts yeah yeah and um from what I remember, on the, from hearing about the back, um the backgrounds of some of the people that are there, um, I think a lot of them, if not all of them, are in somehow um, tied as, 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 to the victims of, of of knife crime or violent crime as well. So it's very powerful to see that. <clears throat> I've had um, my own kind of first hand kind of experience of being amongst families, not just through work but personally, who've been inf- impacted um, by knife violence and especially deaths. And so hats off to the families that have um, uh, put themselves into this video on doing this. It must have been really, really difficult. So hats off to them.
0: Mm. And if we speed to the ending, the outro, there is a message to the government. Yes, I think he
1: makes like three suggestions, doesn't he? Yeah,
0: it says today we ask parliament for the following action. Immediately enact the ban on zombie knives and machetes reverse funding cuts to youth services across the UK and create a new coalition to end knife crime. Right. Yeah. So right. Those are the takeaway messages from. Yeah. And I think that's one of the, yeah. and don't stop your future. That's the name of the campaign, which he yeah. mentions.
1: Yeah. And uh, again, i very positive that he uh, Idris and the folks that worked with him put together um, actual, I guess, documented demands, or demands and, and and suggestions and recommendations as to what they think would be the best things to help reduce violence, to help reduce knife crime. Because sometimes, um, we, you know, folks, we all want to do something about knife crime or do something about, you know, um, violence and things like that. But um, with, uh, when people that do the campaigns or do those videos... <clears throat> they don't always maybe specify or explain how to do that. Mm-hmm. So hats off for, for for the fact that he's done that because you do open yourself up to um, uh, folks like myself maybe saying what's, what part of it is, is logical, not logical, but what part of it, yes, is, is making sense or be a good way forward, for instance, or maybe what parts um, we can add on mm-hmm. to or even make better.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think it's uh, useful to quickly go over the... Um campaign itself to look at yeah. Elba's mission because he's got statement. a website, isn't it? He's got a website. Yeah. So here it is, the website, which has the mission statement. Uh, it used to have, so as, if you can see here, I remember checking last week, there was a count-up timer.
1: Count-up timer.
0: Yeah, but it's no longer here. From which, the moment
1: the video was published? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So
0: the campaign, whenever it started, yeah. uh, I think it was two weeks ago, Yeah. Uh, there was a count-up timer to show how long will government take to take action, sort of thing okay, yeah, so that's so, quite
1: serious there, yeah,
0: very much, so, <laughs> and it's no longer here, which I will expand into why that is right, okay, um so we let's go into the mission statement. I won't cover all of it, it's kinda lengthy, but I will put down the link in the yeah. description box below, yeah, uh, so make sure you check it out if you are interested, yeah, uh, so let's read out the part where it says, um." So, back in August, government promised to ban zombie knives and machetes. But four months later, the legislation needed has only just started its slow journey through Parliament. We're asking for the ban to be implemented immediately. Uh, Then it goes on to say, we're also calling for a new coalition to end knife crime. We need a group that can operate across party lines to bring together everyone with a role to play in tackling this issue, from government to grassroots organisations, sporting bodies to young people themselves yeah right so and also it made the comparison um, let me see if I can see it here in in the mission statement um, something about
1: is it X, the part about exO bullies yes yeah. yeah
0: I can't where is it, that it yeah, yeah yeah. that's what it says mm-hmm. it says it may seem like we're asking for a lot but things can move at speed if there's political will to do so American XO bully were banned quickly because they were considered as an immediate threat, yet serious youth violence killed far more people than dogs in 2023. So that's interesting. It Um, is. What do you take of that?
1: Yeah, well, I think there's a a famous saying, I think by a a gentleman where they said that politics politics, uh, flows downstream from culture. Mm -hmm. So essentially that um, the decisions and the laws or the new laws or the amendment of laws or the taking away of old laws or the changing of for instance the knife crime and other things that you can think of that we've had isn't necessarily as a result of um the uh decision the the, the kind of the growth in uh, the thought leadership of our politicians necessarily but it's more to do with the culture of the time and what's going on and so yes um part of the reason why the xl bullies uh, or the banning of xl bullies or the main making of illegal was banned is because there was a big media uh attention and focus on it on the back of really, really serious deaths and things of that nature. So those things were pushed through. Mm-hmm. And as you'll say, I'm I'm sure you're gonna say in a moment, um, very similar to the banning the, the 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 banning of uh ZK's and um machetes also uh has come very, very recently as I know you're gonna point out uh on the back of um, I think uh, campaign, the campaign, and maybe there's also other campaigns uh, uh, by Idris Elba and the, all the folks and families that were involved in that.
0: Yeah. Um, that's a very strong uh, analysis, I'd say. Um, so in terms of, I was going to ask a question, but then I was thinking uh, recently.
1: Ask uh, the article. question. I want another question though. <laughs> <I was> gonna,
0: <laughs> how effectively did you think, did you think Idris Elba conveyed the message? Uh, uh,
1: how effectively convey the message. Mm,
0: Like uh, the message for immediate action to ban uh, zombie knives. I thought
1: it was interesting because, um, like I was saying to you, um, it's not just the music video appealing to, uh, that we've had maybe previously appealing to our hearts about uh, putting down knives and things like that, which is the right thing to do. However, the question always comes with these, um, is what action should be done? What's the call to action? and his call to action was very very specific where he outlined outlined those three things um, mm. around the knife coalition around the legislation being put forward and things like that and then uh, obviously on the website itself having the count up timer mm. where he said look a uh, video was published at this day at this time and um, it's going to continue it's going to continue counting until something's done about it, so it's very much. It, it wasn't a music video for the sake of being a music video. It was very much, this is
0: the action. We're, we're
1: asking for this action. and We want it to be done.
0: Yeah, that's true. And would you say it's the first time you've seen something like that? Yeah, um, with a holding government accountable with a timer attached to it.
1: Yeah, well, I, I have to be upfront. I'm not like a, a music connoisseur, um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't. I, I don't want to. I don't want to say it's the first time it's ever happened and then maybe there's like a, a, a music artist out there that's like, hey, um, I did that. Also, he got that from me. Mm. It's the first time I, me as Philip, has seen something like that. Um, so yeah, um, credit to him and all the families that were involved.
0: Right, right. So what good news is, yeah. Um, when Idris mentioned uh, the slow progress of the legislation banning on zombie knives, yeah. uh, I'd say yesterday, I come across an article which mm-hmm. I'll show mm-hmm. right now um mm-hmm. from the standard as you can see it says it's titled as zombie knife crackdown launched by home office yeah. with plans to ban dangerous weapons so this was it's a lengthy article so I'm going to skip through the main part that uh, we're going to discuss yeah um it mentions here the Blades were first banned in 2016. Yeah. But ministers hope these tighter measures will be will stop some retailers being able to sell dangerous knives and machetes without yeah. breaking the law. Okay. Yeah. Um, so ahead of the announcement, cleverly met police chiefs in Kent to discuss youth violence prevention projects and joined officers on a foot patrol off Gravesend Town Centre.
1: I'm sure there was 0% yeah. crime at that point in <laughs> Gravesend.
0: You never know. You never know. We weren't there. Yeah. Um, so, asked why the legislation has taken so long, the minister said we have already taken action to make the carrying of zombie knives illegal. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I became Home Secretary, I made the immediate decision to go further to put forward this secondary legislation to support what we've, further, what we've already done to make the possession of zombie knives illegal mm-hmm. and to close that loophole. Yeah. So I'm very pleased we're taking action now and will be determined... To get these knives off the street, the word loophole does uh, make me think. What, what is he talking about? Yeah. Um, do you think there's there is a loophole?
1: Yeah. So the actual, so the, the the laws that actually govern around knife possession is 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 the is it's illegal to carry bladed articles. So it's ambiguous or vague on purpose because bladed articles can mean lots of things. It can mean if uh, Wali, for instance, was to smash. Uh, uh, a glass door and take the the, the broken <laughs> frag- <looking> <laughs> take the broken fragments for instance yeah. and wave it around in a threatening way or put it in his pocket with, and kind of shows a particular intent behind it which is hard to prove but it, it, it's, it's the point mm-hmm. the point is that he could be arrested for that sorry uh, he could be arrested for that um because it's still a bladed article and um uh, could be seen as a dangerous weapon, especially if he's waving it around, for instance. Um, they do specify within that legislation as well what they're talking about. So it's obviously talking about n- um, knives that are above the limit of uh, three-inch knife blades, for instance, um, uh, foot claws, knife claws. Um, so machetes are, are actually in it that are illegal, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, so what then, I think in terms of fast-forwarding it to now in terms of what, why is he, why the ban essentially is a couple things. So, certain knives, um, swords, uh, blades, um, some of the loopholes, people call it loopholes, but I, I don't have a word for it just yet. But, for so instance, some of them could be seen as ceremonial or props for acting, for instance. Um, or even use practically. So some people, you know, who might live in 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 uh, outside of London, it's hard for us to imagine this as, as city dwellers. So people still use, you know, tools, saws, and knives yeah. to cut wood and things yeah. like that. And so it, those are maybe the loopholes that is alluding to. But also, uh, as you kind of progress forward, is the actual manufacturing of of said knives, of said Ks, and stuff like that. Which again are manufactured, uh, pri- well, they would say the manufacturers will probably say, primarily say for, you know, acting props and for these other things. They're not meant mm. to be there for young 16, 17-year-olds or adults to be out to kind of carrying around a knife and, 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 yeah. and hurting other people with. So the actual yeah. banning of the manufacturing of, of machetes and ZKs uh, and the creation of it is, is I guess, uh, aiming at the source of where those um, um, those weapons are coming from
0: okay i was I was going to say, let's jump back into the article because yep. you covered some of the stuff here that I want to expand into um, so it mentions here that what was it over here so James cleverly, you know um he added, we cannot let them be sold to children, and we must give young people a way of a way out of violence yeah, and essentially um, it's highlighted here that the ban coming into force from September will make it illegal to possess, sell, manufacture yeah. or transport these zombie-style knives yeah. and machetes. Yeah. So in saying, in saying that, um, what do you think tech companies have a role in this uh, environment? Uh, do you think... Because Idris Elba did emphasize the need for tech companies to be involved in addressing the online promotion of zombie knives.
1: Ah, oh, because you can—it's it's an interesting one for for it's it's a, it's a multi-layered question, I think, um, because it aims at the heart of it's almost saying it's, it, there's there's two things really in terms of knife carrying. So, and it doesn't just have to be knife carrying; it can be, for instance, even gambling or betting, where the argument is, mm-hmm. if we reduce or if we stop media companies, tech companies from advertising and gambling or advertising. Um, weapons and things like that then that would have a positive impact on reducing the element of carrying knives and, and or, or of, of of people being involved in in knives but the other side of the argument is also or there's also agency and there's personal responsibility that it isn't necessarily the uh, and I, the the media companies or tech companies are responsible for individuals for carrying knives and being involved in violence themselves, and so, and there's, there's also a bit of both things maybe for, from an artist's point of view, as a music artist how does you know not, not just him personally but others the kind of debate around drill music for instance and everybody know what drill music is is obviously it's come from chicago the idea of being what drill is that the the, the, uh, the sound or the symbol of um a firearm is being used in gang violence and that's where drill music comes from so would idris and others advocate then also for the for the for the banning or for the reduction of drill music? I don't know. I don't even know if that's necessarily the question. But obviously, he's, in terms of um, getting media companies involved in um, not uh, promoting the sale of weapons, um, uh, is what he's aiming at and kind of uh, being able to address knife violence and knife crime in itself.
0: And do you think it'll be this whole legislation put into place, do you think it would reduce reduce, um, crimes in general? That's
1: that's the $10 million question, I think. Mm -hmm. As a a community, as a family, uh, and and Mano Walid, we're able to say in terms of working directly with families where there's um, victims of knife crime and people who are involved in knife crime, um, what do families say or communities say um, do you think in terms of would help them to reduce violence in their community, or um, reduce the likelihood of of young people, in particular, in this case, um, from carrying knife uh, from from carrying knives. Obviously, um, it, it just pushed very hard for legislation, so yeah. banning and, and making things illegal and uh, things of that nature. Um, I don't know how significant, what, you, what, what do you think families and communities would say, how significant is that? And or are there other things that can be done to help reduce violence and, and that carrying in the community? Yeah, I
2: think, what do you think? Quidditch? Yeah, uh, honestly, I feel like f- um, from my role where I work in the community a lot and I have a lot of direct contact with families and young people who are actively involved in serious youth violence, from the family's point of view, they are really, really lost in terms of mm. their... They, they raise their children and they believe that they raise their children in essentially like really good family homes. And they can't fathom how their young person, their child, has managed to get involved in such serious incidents.
0: So, speaking of uh, resources, um, he did make another mm-hmm. uh, mention about youth services. And I'm not sure if you caught on to that. So, um, he's connecting the cut off youth services to serious youth violence. Do you think that is a strong enough connection? So
1: in terms of actual research within itself is that is, is, um, it's a difficult one when you're looking at, um, well, I don't know if people have heard the phrase um, uh, uh, correlation doesn't necessarily mean, or co- correlation and causation. So um, yes, in some areas of London, for instance, specifically around London, uh, on the, during austerity. Um, Well obviously there's been a lot of budget cuts Not just in youth provisions But in a number of areas Knife crime and violence And just crime in in general has risen Um, But there's also other factors for it I think maybe a more focused uh, Question from my observations is How significant If at all um, Has been The cuts to youth provisions To the actual Carrying an involvement of of violent crime amongst young people themselves, and so that again is a quite a difficult question because it's it's multi layered it involves a lot of things as um has been pointed out before around around poverty yes around um uh, cuts around family breakdown and uh, as well as as well as those things and if you listen to the folks for instance that are involved in violence and knife carrying and firearms, for instance. And what they're talking about and what they're rapping about and what they're saying. Um, I don't always hear them necessarily explaining talking about um cuts and provisions. It's more to do with ongoing beefs and troubles and, and tensions with people that they have have rival rivalry with. But at the same time, for instance in our borough, our youth provisions are special and they are an incredible, like, safe haven for a lot of young people who are Um, who may not necessarily have access to um, resources um, um, in terms of um, uh, positive activities and going out there and doing things but also being around um, positive uh, role models that uh, youth workers are and mentors to them and so it's very difficult in in a shorter answer it's very difficult to um, summarise and and getting involved there, there's, there's incredible heroes in the community that are already mm-hmm. doing that you know for instance Carlos who's um, been a, a resident in RBKC but Hammersmith as well all of his life has been uh, part of the uh, Met Police and Youth Engagement Police and but he's been working doing an incredible football project there at those said hours that that, that Waleed was talking about um, and into the evenings with a mixture of age groups and genders with, uh, within 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 RBKC, yeah, it's been a, sp- a fantastic project. Um, very limited on resources, but mm. I've had the pleasure of a, lot, a while ago now uh, of, of of joining the, the the young people there for football. I was a goalkeeper. I couldn't move for several days after that, but it was well worth it. <laughs> and um, it was more than just a football project because um, he invites um, specialist services that are involved, for instance, in education, training, employment there and has been helping young people get apprenticeships and, and things of that nature. And and it's tangible because other young people can see, you know, um, other young people coming in and their high V starts from a construction job. They got on the back of, um, Carla supporting them to get the CSC card to get the, to to also get into an apprenticeship and a job itself. So it's it's tangible. You can actually see it. And so there are, there are those heroes in the community that, that, that are doing that. And, um, Yeah, and just like you said, it doesn't have to be necessarily you starting up a whole new organisation and it can be you also um, uh, uh, as a mentor, um, seeing young people in in the neighbourhood who know you, also giving them a word of advice, a word of encouragement should they ask for it, for instance, and supporting them. So yeah, uh, all those things are are happening.
0: That's always, it's always good to see community um, activities take place, especially when it's aimed towards reducing youth violence, um, you being in goal, taking part in these uh, events as well. Yeah, it gives you a first-hand uh, experience. Yeah, and I think my question: Are you a good keeper, or you, would you say let you let a couple in? You have to ask them. No. (laughs) You have to ask them. But
1: I'll just say that my reputation's intact. That's all I can say about that. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I know, Zeno, yourself, you do uh, work in the community and I've seen you work with the young people and young adults that are there. you have been very, very modest and not letting people know about that. um, Absolutely,
0: yeah. um, I think think I'll delve into that as the episodes uh, roll out. (laughs) You know, but for now, I think it's about about you. It's
1: about you little, A little shout out for Zeno and the work that he's doing in the community. Absolutely.
0: Thank you, guys. Um, So I'm just conscious of time. Um, Clearly, in this episode, we've covered that that campaign that I just Elba started, and it's proven to be impactful by the results of uh, the news that came out yesterday, uh, the legislation that's been put in place. So my question is, the last question before we wrap this up, is can you think of any other way celebrities can use their platform to engage and amplify voices of marginalized communities? Yeah, in terms of knife crime itself, or it could be a knife or any particular community issue. But yeah, we can go ahead and say knife crime, for example.
1: Yeah, in terms of celebrities using their voice and what they're doing, it depends on the on the campaign and how they're doing it and what their what their approach is and coming up with with a plan. But you know, you're not always going to get everything right, and there'll be someone like myself saying, oh you could have done this, or you could have done that, and this is the issue." Just go out there and put yourself out there and um, if you care about it enough, research it, study it, to develop a a more educated view on it. And um, yeah, go out there and try and make a difference.
0: Perfect. So as closing messages, do you have anything you want to say to the viewers or any message you want to particularly say to Idris, maybe? I (laughs) don't know if that's something that's on your radar, a little... (laughs) So take away home message. <laughs> no
1: again, I mean, hats off to him again the it 's a mm. very powerful video getting all those families involved. I can only imagine the conversations you would have had with those families around the campaign that you 're doing, especially of what they 've uh, have been through and are going through, and that've that, that, um, that they 've stood up and did it there 's a few f- um, fakes that've that i 've that I've recognized from social media of people who are actively involved in the communities and actually taking knives off of people on the street. Uh, who are incredible heroes as well. Um I think also that yes um going at the government and other, and services is, is and to do more is is one approach. I would like to see for me personally is um a direction towards people who are involved in 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 in, in gangs and criminality, especially those that are older and promote violence mm-hmm. and to kind of address that head on. Without necessarily say without with without um, uh, and being honest and transparent about it, talking about drill music, talking about um, violence and why it's done and everything that's around in it. So, um, but that's again, that's just that's 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 the it's, it's an incredible work that they've done, and hopefully they'll evolve and develop of it.
0: Perfect. What about you, uh, Willie? Do you have any
2: messages? Yeah, I'm just going to keep it short and sweet and just say thank you to Idris for everything that he's been doing within this campaign. It's definitely had an impact. The results are clear to see with the government taking action immediately. And also a message to any young people that are actually watching this that um, you don't actually have to choose the life that you're currently going down. I know it's difficult and I know that it's difficult to not carry weapons. Most people that I am aware of that I work with sometimes even carry it for protection. They carry it when I go to visit them. But it's a long process and the process is going to start with just acknowledging that your life is worth more than what you actually think. You know, yeah. um, Other people's lives also matter. Yeah. Just drop the weapons and you'll find the light. And if you guys have any questions, I do work in the community. So um, feel free to message me. You'll see me around and hopefully we can... Go forward from
0: there. Yeah, perfect. Well, thank you both for coming, and that is it for another episode of Powered by You. If you enjoyed what you watch, please thank comment, you. like, like, subscribe, and the audio version is available on MorleyRadio.co.uk.